I'm always amazed during the liturgical year how sometimes the readings line up so perfectly with what's happening in our community. This week we're celebrating the gift of having a Catholic school at our parish, a place of education and teaching and knowledge. And the gospel today, it's Jesus' teaching. He has just begun his public ministry. He's called some disciples to himself. He's in Capernaum, kind of this this home base, this headquarters for his ministry. And he begins to teach the people in the synagogue. That was really like the closest thing there was to a public school in those times. A synagogue where people could come from all over and learn. But Jesus teaches differently than anybody else. And people notice it. They say he teaches with authority, not like the scribes. What does that mean? Well, when Jesus teaches with authority, it really means two main things. First of all, he teaches as someone who's not just referencing other teachers, but he's saying from his own self, I'm going to explain it to you, and this is true. Like, think about um, in literature class, uh, how you interpret a novel. I was talking with some of our middle schoolers this week. They're going through John Steinbeck's uh, little book, The Pearl. Just a great little work. And they're, they were kind of thumbing through it. They're halfway through the book. Maybe they finished it by now. Trying to figure out, like, like what, what is this all about? What's this mean? Uh, getting ready for their, their, their quiz that week. And, you know, we can do different interpretations about this novel. You know, why did John Steinbeck, Steinbeck write this? And what's this character about? And what does this mean? And, you know, you can use every kind of literary analysis to talk about this story and and what its impact is for us and when he wrote it and and what it means for us now. You can kind of toss different ideas around like that. But it would be different if if John Steinbeck was alive and he came to visit our middle school literature class and he said, hey, listen everyone, here's why I wrote this character and here's what chapter 6 means and he himself, the author, explained it. That would be a teaching with authority. Like, we don't need to, like, guess or kind of, like, tease out what this means. The author himself has showed up and told us. And, of course, we're going to believe him because he wrote the darn thing. See, in the synagogue, when Jesus taught, he wasn't like the scribes who would say, you know, this scripture passage, some rabbis say this about it, and there's also this interpretation that comes from this one scribe over here, and and maybe the scribe would kind of add on a little bit of his own teaching, a little bit of his own commentary, They were very, very careful not to overstep their bounds of of what the law meant in the scriptures. But here's Jesus. He comes in the classroom and he teaches and says, this is what this means. You have heard it said, love your neighbor, hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. He's the very author of the book. And he's come into his creation to share the true meaning of what God is doing in history. That's the first way that Christ teaches with authority. He's not like a scribe, not like any teacher among among many. He's the very author. And we can trust in what he says. But the second way he teaches with authority is that his teaching has an impact. Like it does something in the world. And that's what we want for for all of our children, right? We want them to go to school, to go to class, and not just to learn head knowledge. Some of that is needed, but we we want that knowledge, that truth, to have an impact, to change 
his or her life, his or her future, to change their character, their, their future as a, as a citizen. We want that to, teaching to have an impact, to matter to other people, to change reality. And here's Jesus, when confronted with this evil spirit that, that manifests itself, who's been oppressing this man for who knows how long, Jesus has a teaching with authority to get rid of everything that's in the way of free life. A life that's free, a life that's good, a life that is happy. This evil spirit manifests itself and knows that this is the one God has sent to destroy evil, and he's afraid. And Jesus, with a single word, just says, get out. Doesn't argue with the spirit, doesn't make some kind of like huge magical incantation, doesn't have to offer like a, like a sacrifice. He just says with a word, get out, and it obeys. Remember Genesis in the beginning of the Bible? God spoke, and so it was made. God said, let there be light, and there was light. Here's the author of, of the whole story of creation, and his word has power. His teaching has authority. And this man is liberated from this, this oppression, and everyone is amazed. Everyone's glorifying God. What have we seen something like this? See, Christ is the teacher with authority who comes not just to give us information, not just to give us a lesson. He comes to bring us to freedom and the joy of living in the kingdom of God. To go back to the, the literature uh, kind of analogy, it's almost like, you know, think about someone like J.R.R. Tolkien who wrote Lord of the Rings. And those, those trilogy of books is all about this, this kingdom of goodness that's meant to come and overcome the, the kingdom of darkness oppressing the land. It's almost like if J.R.R. Tolkien showed up into the classroom and not only explained what his books meant, but if you started to hang around him, all the amazing things that happened at the end of the book would begin to become true. Like righteousness, justice, uh, goodness, freedom from darkness, uh, friendship, family, like all these things at the end of the return of the king that are meant to happen. If you were just hanging out with the author and this stuff began to happen, you'd be like, who is this? This isn't even human. That's our Lord and Savior, the author of the story we're currently living. He is bringing about the kingdom of God. At St. Rose of Lima, in our church, in our school, we see that happening. We see Christ changing lives. We see him teaching with authority. We see him having an impact on the lives of our students, our families, our own staff, myself, because he's not just like any old scribe. He's the Savior. And we're happy to make his fame spread. I love that line in the, in the end of the gospel. It says, they were amazed at what they were seeing, a new teaching with authority. His fame spread everywhere throughout Galilee. People are talking about him. Who is this? Where does he come from? What can he do in my life? I think it's just like you. I don't want to push this too far, but, you know, at St. Rosalima, I know we're in the ministry of education. This gospel makes me think we're also in the ministry of Hollywood. We want Jesus' fame to spread. We want him to be the celebrity. We want him to be people, the one that people are inspired by. We want to spread his name to all of Roseville and beyond. Because he has such blessings to offer all of us and our families. 
And we're, we're proud to say that. We're proud to welcome anyone to come to St. Rosalima Catholic School, whatever their faith background or whatever their uh, lack of faith background. Everyone's welcome to come and to learn here. And we want to spread, nonetheless, Jesus' fame. After Mass, we're going to have an opportunity to have an open house in the school. You're all invited. We've got donuts. We've got treats over there. We've got games. We've got fun stuff. Come on over. If you're uh, an alumni, if it's been a long time since you've been inside uh, the place where you went to school, come on over uh, and take a walk through the hallways. Uh, meet, some, meet some new people. Meet some new families. Meet some of our, our teachers and staff. This place where, at the end of the day, Jesus is ultimately the teacher. He's the one we follow. He's the one who leads us into truth and into freedom because of God's love for us. If I can give you one little takeaway for everyone here this morning from this gospel, I, I would say it's this. That everyone says in this gospel, here's a new teaching with authority. This is amazing. Especially when they see that this unclean spirit that is dark and evil is, is gone now. I would say that for all of us in our lives, when, when we are confronted with the word of God, when we come into a church, when, when God draws close, sometimes in our own lives we see something pop up that we don't like. Like, I, I wish this wasn't in my life, or I wish this was better, I wish this relationship was, was stronger, or maybe there's a challenge in your marriage and you, and you want to you overcome something, get to a new place with your spouse, or Whatever it is where you're like, I just, I'm not free here. And no matter what I've tried, myself, my own knowledge, what I've learned and how I'm trying to make my life better, like it's just not, doesn't seem to work. Like that's the place where Jesus wants you to invite him in. That his authority and his kingship and his lordship would be able to change things that, that you and I, by our own power, can't change. And how we do that is by just, can be a very simple invitation. It can be like, Jesus, I'm looking at my future and there's some things I'm scared about. And there's some decisions I've got to make. I'm not sure what to do. But Lord, I, I claim your authority over my future. Jesus, I give my future to you. I'll let you lead me. You are my teacher. Or Jesus, I, I'm, I'm in this conflict with my husband, with my, with my wife, and, and I don't know how to get through this. I wish this was better. I can't seem to fix it. But Jesus, I claim your authority over my marriage. I'll let you be in our covenant. I'll let you teach us how to love one another. That's allowing the authority of Jesus to have an impact. And maybe the day you say that prayer, maybe things will look pretty much the same. But if you continue in that and you give God permission to come into your relationships, come into your future, come into your life, come into your family, oh, you'll be amazed at what Jesus can do just by his word. He has such power to change things for the good. Let him be king of your family. Let him have authority in your life. Let him teach you and teach your family and be amazed at what Jesus can do in your life.